0: We hope these next few moments encourage you challenge you and inspire you to be who god has created you to be we hope you enjoy it good morning proline how are you hey can we just say blake blake is a great guy don't we all love blake he's just a great guy like who doesn't like blake like i want to be more like blake when i grow up someday Hey, uh, it is a great, great privilege for me. Frontline is an awesome church. You guys are just a great, great church. So uh, as we've already said this morning, if you're visiting here for the first time, you've made a super great choice because this place is a great place because Holy Spirit is working in this place in powerful ways. That's why this place is a great place. It's not because of the personality of somebody. It's because the Holy Spirit is actually working in this place in some really cool ways and he actually wants to intersect your life. And we're gonna talk a little bit about that this morning. As a matter of fact, You're about, I've been given two different assignments this morning. I've been asked to kind of end this series on parenting and then also to talk a little bit about uh, Pastor Brian. So you're about to hear the shortest message on parenting you're ever going to hear in your life, okay? Uh, It's my sum total of all the wisdom I have on parenting. So you're about to get it in the the next three minutes, well, maybe five or six minutes, but nonetheless. Okay, so uh, turn to your neighbor and just say to them, God's got something cool to say to you. Go ahead, turn to your neighbor right now. Say, God's got something cool to say to you. He does. See, here's the thing. So, Raising the Perfect Parent, right? Um, there, there's this great book out there. It's not even my notes, so I shouldn't talk about it. But Dan Allender wrote this book, a great book, years ago on how kids raise their parents. And the truth of the matter is, is that Holy Spirit actually wants to teach us stuff through our kids. Now, so here's what I know. What I know is, is that every great parent is intentional about learning how to be a a better parent. They don't take it for granted. I've never known a really good parent who just kind of says, oh, I'll just kind of figure it out as it goes. The great parents I've ever known have been very intentional about learning as much as they can about being better parents, about being great parents. And so let me just kind of give you the sum total of the thing that I'm going to say to us in the next few minutes, kind of the assignment I've been given this morning. And it's very simple. Our responsibility as parents is not to be our kid's best friend. That's not our that's not our responsibility. Our responsibility as a parent is to partner with God in helping them become all that He has for them. That's our responsibility. And so what that means is that I have to be in continual conversation with God about what he wants to do through me as he raises uh, you know, his, his kids through me. So I, I, and by the way, I know I'm old. I get that, but I'm an old man with young kids. So I've got a 17 year old and a 16 year old teenage, teenage girls. I'm raising teenage girls right now in 2021. Can someone please pray for me? I need all the prayer I can get. Like, like, you know, my cell phones, all that kind of stuff, smartphones, the whole nine, yards, TikTok, the whole nine yards. But here's the deal. The good news is, is that God has given us an example about how to parent well. So every good parent is intentional about learning how to be a better parent, but the good news is along with that is is that God has given us an assignment. He's kind of given us an example that comes with an assignment from him about how to be a good parent. Because throughout the Bible, God has chosen to compare himself to a good, healthy, loving father. Remember uh, when he taught us to pray? He said, this is how you should pray. Our Father who art in heaven. He was was giving us an example, and by all throughout the Bible, God represents himself as a father. Now, here's what I know. I know that some of you had dads that were awesome. Some of you had dads that were horrible. Some of you had dads who were angry. Some of you had dads who were bitter. I get all that. But God is the best father figure in the universe. He's the best dad figure in the entire universe. And as a result of that, he wants to teach us things about how to be a great parent. And by the way, one of the cool things about Almighty God as our Father is, is that he tells us throughout his word that he celebrates us. Did you know that God actually delights in you? of fact, I know I've had you do it once. This might be the last time I've you do it this morning. Once you to turn to your neighbor and just say, god delights in you go ahead say that to him god delights in you god likes you god god almighty actually really likes you all warts and all he likes you he celebrates you and he gives us wisdom he gives us direction he guides us he provides for us god is a great father but he's here's the thing god also lovingly disciplines us so we're going to look in a passage of scripture in the new testament of the bible out of a book called Hebrews where it gives us this example of out of God's love, he also disciplines. It's not either or, it's both and. It's not I love or I discipline. No, I, I love and because I love, I also discipline. So I'm going to read this for us out of the paraphrase of the Bible called The Message. And this is what the author writes. Have you forgotten how good parents treat children and that God regards you as his children? My dear child, don't, don't shrug it off. Don't shrug off God's discipline. Not at all. But don't be crushed by it either. And that's key. And then it goes on. There we go. It's the child he loves that he disciplines. The child he embraces that he also corrects. God's educating you. That's why you must never drop out. He's treating you as dear children. This trouble that you're in right now isn't punishment. No, no, no. It's training. And it's the normal experience of children. Only irresponsible parents leave children to fend for themselves. Would you, would you, prefer, to be, would you f- prefer for God to be irresponsible as well? No, of course we wouldn't. So we respect our own parents, or at least we're supposed to, right? We respect our own parents for training and not spoiling us. I know all the teenagers in the room say, no, actually, it's okay if they spoil me, okay? But the truth of the matter is when we look back on it, we respect our own parents for training and not spoiling us. So why not embrace God's training so that we we can truly live? While we're children, our parents did what what seemed best to them. But God is doing what is best for us, training us to to live God's holy best. At the time, and this is key, at the time, discipline isn't much fun. Say that with me. At the time, discipline isn't much fun. Say it again. At the time, discipline isn't much fun. Fun, is it? And all the parents said, amen to that. It always feels like it's going against the grain. Later on, of course, it pays off big time. For it's the well-trained who find themselves mature in their relationship with God. So, three specific phrases I want to take out of that passage that we just talked about together. Again, very briefly. Number one, only irresponsible parents leave children to fend for themselves. Part of what it means to be a parent is to discipline. Now, again, not to abuse them, but to discipline them. Now, can, can we just be honest with each other? Uh, in this day and age, in 2021, when we get a sonogram and we go, woo, I'm pregnant, right? When we get that, we don't immediately dream of the fact, oh, I can't wait to discipline my kid. Can't wait. I can't wait to put them on restriction. I can't wait to put them at a timeout. Like, I can't wait to take their phone away. I can't take, wait to take their bike away or something. Like, I'm really looking forward to disciplining my child right? No, none of us say that, unless we're just stupid and mean, right? I mean, none of us look forward. We don't dream of that day. Those are not the, dream, the days that we dream about. But they're so incredibly necessary if we're going to be the parent that God is inviting us to be. See, there's this balance. Colossians chapter 3, verse 21. Fathers, don't scold your children so much that they become discouraged and quit trying. Don't do that, and that's how the, the, the Living Bible. If I can, let's go to the message, again, the message paraphrase of this. Parents, don't come down too hard on your children, or you'll crush their spirits. See, there's this balance, and if I can be really candid, and then I need to go on. I don't have time to sit on this. Some of you were raised by abus- abusive parents who said or did very mean things, and the temptation is to immediately follow in their footsteps. You don't want to, but it's just natural and normal for you to do so or for the pendulum to swing so far to the other side that you don't discipline your children, because you don't want to be that abusive parent. I get it. I understand. But God invites us into this beautiful balance. And here's the thing. It takes incredible discernment as a parent to know how much we should discipline each child, because if we have multiple children, we immediately recognize that what we can say to one child will crush another child. And we've got to have that discernment. That's why we have to be in continual conversation with Almighty God. I I just have to tell you, uh, again, I'm an old man with young kids. My wife and I went 16 years without being able to have children. We went through infertility, infertility hell. Then we tried to adopt four children domestically, and all the moms said, actually, we think you're going to be horrible parents. We're going to keep our our kid ourselves. And then we had an international adoption process that was supposed to take six months. It ended up taking three years. That's a whole other message for a whole other day. But here's my point. I just have to tell you, I, looking back on it now, I am thrilled that I didn't have kids when I first got married at 24 years old. I would have ruined those kids. I would have. I just would have ruined them. I'm grateful for a little bit of maturity that happened from the time those 16 years, from the time I was 24 to the time I was 40 when I became a parent. But here's the thing. I'm still in need of continual, continual guidance by Holy Spirit. I've got to have it. And if I don't get it, I'm in, I'm in big trouble. So I just want to encourage you. Be in continual conversation with the Lord about your parenting and about disciplining and what that looks like. Because there are going to be times, right? There's, no, there's not always one way. There are going to be times when the right thing to do is to come down. And then there are going to be times when the right thing to do is show grace. And you're not going to know that unless you're in tune with the Holy Spirit of God who will give you that in the moment. Number two, second phrase. At the time, discipline isn't much fun. It always feels like it's going against the grain. You know, if I can, if you ask me the question, I think if you ask yourself the question, what keeps some parents from actually disciplining their children? I think there are a lot of reasons. Let me just give you a couple. I think some parents want children to like them all the time. And can I just say it? We cannot be good parents and always be liked. We cannot be good parents and always be liked. Now, hopefully our children will respect us and understand that our discipline is coming from an area of love, but that doesn't mean they're always gonna like us. And and can I just put it this way? If we have to be liked by our children, we cannot be the the, the parents we need to be. And I've watched it. You guys have too, I'm sure. There are some parents out there that just have to be liked by their kids. And the reason for that is because they haven't actually settled the issue of where their own identity comes from as an adult. I put it this way. Parents who must be liked by their children have not fully realized that their self-worth does not come from being liked. It comes from a dynamic, growing relationship that they have with God. And when we fully realize that, when we fully understand God's amazing, mind-boggling love for us, then we won't have to be liked all the time by our kids. See, we have to settle the issue. Where does my worth come from? It can't come from our good looks. It can't come from our position. It can't come from our job. It can't come from our income. It's got to come from our relationship with Almighty God. God is crazy in love with you. Man, I pray that that would sink into your spirits. God is, he delights in you, as we already said to each other a few moments ago, and he's crazy in love with you. And as a result of that, That's where your confidence comes from. That's where your self-worth comes from. And that's where we gain the courage to to be lovingly disciplined Arians of our kids. Third phrase. At the time, discipline, as we've already read, at the time, discipline isn't much fun. It always feels like it's going against the grain. But later, of course, it pays off big time. For it's the well-trained who find themselves mature in their relationship with God. Let me just put it this way. Parents must take the long-view approach to parenting. We have to. And if we take the long view, reminding ourselves that there are times when my children will be frustrated with me because I'm demonstrating my love for them, key phrase, I'm demonstrating my love for them by disciplining them, then eventually it will pay off. If I take the short view, let's just be honest with ourselves. Sometimes putting putting our kids on restriction or taking something away from them is more of a pain in the rear to us than it is to them, right? Crap, now they're going to be under my skin the whole time now, right? I'm taking the television away from them. Crap, that means they're going to be always around me. Like, what am I going to do? You know what I mean? It's like, you know, I get it. Like, I get it. If I take the smartphone away, crud, what are they going to do? You know? Here's the deal. As a parent, we have to take the long-term approach. We have to take the long-term approach. We have to be willing to allow our our kids should be mad at us for a short period of time. Because what we're ultimately trying to do is we're ultimately trying to help them become all that God wanted them to be. So again, that, that phrase, and I close this message on parenting with this. We cannot worry about being our kids' best friends. We must join God as he desires to work through us to help them become all that he created them to be. And that means sometimes that we just have... We have to discipline them, and that's okay.